Welcome to the Work Wonders Podcast, where we simplify HR for small business. I'm Susan. And I'm Angela. Let's dive into today's episode and answer what you've been wondering about. This is our Christmas episode. As you might expect, we're going to be talking about HR issues related to this time of year, but we're also going to be taking some time to reflect on the year and celebrate 2022. So let's get started. This is the Work Wonders Podcast. Merry Christmas, Susan. Oh, same to you, Angela. It's a very exciting time of year. I love this time of year. Do you? Yeah, it's one of my favourites. <laughs> I guess it is different when you have young children too. I do. They're so excited. They're yeah. just counting down the days. I bet. So before we move into all the fun stuff, yeah. there's a few things that, you know, boring old HR people <laughs> like to remind. Well, it has been quite of. a year. I'm sure a lot of people will be ready to celebrate, don't you think? Yeah, it's yeah. been a long and tiring year. Mm. So Christmas parties are on the agenda. Yeah, Always a fun thing to look forward to. Mm -hmm. And I think from a HR perspective, there are a couple of things we think of when we talk about Christmas parties. Oh, yeah. Want to tell us? Well, the first I think of is that it's still a work event. And so, it, you know, a Christmas party sometimes blurs the lines between a social event and a work event, but it absolutely is still a work function. And so it's up to the employees to make sure that they're still abiding by policy and procedure. Okay. So by that, I mean not acting inappropriately. You're still representing the organisation that you work for. And, um, yeah, hopefully not making a goose of yourself if you're getting a little too tipsy. (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, when you talk about the, you know, standard policies and appropriate behaviour, even those things that we talked about in the episode on discrimination Mm -hmm. and bullying and harassment, you know, those things still come into play whether people are, feel like they've flocked off for the year Mm. and they're ready to celebrate. Um, Mm. Yeah, it's still a workplace. harassment. Yeah, I agree. Um, You don't want to forget about anybody. Everybody wants to be included in these celebrations. It would probably be bullying if you weren't allowing people to be involved. Yeah, that's right. And work health and safety, you know, the employer or manager um, definitely still has an obligation to keep people safe. Exactly. Not not just that emotional um, safety that you're talking about, but physical safety as well. So if you are holding a function that does include alcohol, making sure that everybody's safe to get to and from the venue and so on and being very clear about what is and what isn't your function. So, for example, not letting people mill around in the front yard of your premises right. after the function is over and that sort of thing because it can blur the lines of who's oh, yes. responsible if something happens. And is that still the function? Yes. yes. So I guess one way around that is saying, well, we're, we're all going to – X venue and the party is from mm-hmm. eight o'clock till midnight, mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. and then you know you're after. on your own after. That. Yes, make <laughs> <laughs> your way home or choose your, to do whatever you make want. It, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, as with most things around HR, it's about being clear about yeah. what the parameters are and what the expectations are, isn't it? So we've had our Christmas party. Mm-hmm. 
And say we're a business that closes down over sure. Christmas. Um, a lot of, lot of businesses do that, don't they? Mm. So what are the rules around leave and paying your staff? Um, well, staff do have the right to be able to use their leave if they if you're going to be closing over that time. The first thing that comes to mind for me... So we mean rec leave, recreational leave? Uh, yeah, annual yeah, leave. Annual yeah. leave, yeah. Um, The first thing that comes to mind is four weeks notice. So if you're going to be closing, okay, you know, for example, between Christmas Eve and New, New Year's Day or the day after, then it's about giving them the four weeks notice prior to uh, Christmas Eve mm-hmm. uh, so that they are aware and they can start saving their annual leave or whatever. Okay. Um, so they can choose to use that if they want to. Every award's different. So you'd want to check your award, what applies to you in terms of whether you can force a person to take their annual leave at that time. Right. Um, But it's pretty much common that people would do that. So just talk with your staff around that. Certainly look at your award and check what's right for your business. But um, that's generally what would occur if you're using part-time and full-time staff. So if someone doesn't want to use their annual leave but the workplace isn't open, what happens then? Well, if you're closing your doors, um, you... You still really need to offer the job back to the person when you reopen again. So, so it's, it's a bit like a stand down situation. Somewhat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they still have the job. Exactly. They're just they, not going to get paid. It's not working. They can't get paid. Yeah. Yeah. You probably still pay them the holiday, public holidays, just not the oh, days yes. in between. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's more just about keeping their job open. I guess you'd call it leave without pay. Yes, yeah. Um, what about the employee who might be fairly new to the business and doesn't mm. hasn't accumulated yeah, adequately? Yeah, good point. What happens with them? Lots of different employers differ around this thing. Some mm. people don't like to give leave to a person until after they've passed their probation. Mm-hmm. Um, just, again, check your award what's appropriate for you because there are strict rules around that. But if a person has, you know, let's say they need 10 hours leave or more than that, maybe 25 hours leave um, for the Christmas period, but they've only got four hours, Mm. you have a couple of options. If you're a really nice employer Mm -hmm. and you you foresee years down the track with this person, you don't think they're going to go anywhere, you might choose to go, you know what, I'll pay you the 25 hours those okay. hours can go in, in negative yeah. um, in terms of in their payroll system. So it's like an advance on that. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you could do that. The, the risk for the business owner there is that, you know, if that person should resign, you can't recoup that money back. Mm-hmm. But if you don't feel comfortable doing that, which is perfectly fine, it would just be a case of saying to the person, well, you can exhaust as much leave as you do have accrued, um, but that's all. <laughs> There's oh, yeah. no other. And then we're in the situation that we talked about earlier. Basically, they're on leave without pay. That's right. But just keep in mind, a person does accrue leave whilst they're being paid leave. Exactly. So it's a bit of a catch-22 because they'll accrue more whilst they're on it. Right. Um, Then the public holidays. There's Mm. rules around pay for public holidays if they are working as well. There is. So first of all, be careful between annual leave and public holidays Mm -hmm. because if a person's off for the entire period, for example, and there there are public holidays that fall within that, don't pay at all annual leave. The public holidays should remain public holidays. Right. And the annual leave days are the others in between. So the public holiday would just be paid as any other public holiday throughout the year, like Anzac Day or That's Australia right. Day or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, it, it, with exception of part-timers, you'd want to make sure that it actually falls on a day that they they would be working. Yeah. And, of course, casuals aren't going to be entitled to it unless they're working That's on right. a public holiday, in which case they'll get the normal loadings for yeah. a public holiday. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, so for those that do remain open and would be asking people to work during public holidays, mm. if they do work, then yeah, check your award for what's relevant, but there are um, penalty rates for working on a public holiday. Mm-hmm. 
And keep in mind that staff don't have to say yes. Ah, yes. Mm. So, um, you know, if you had casual staff and you said, look, I really need you to work Christmas Day or I need you to work New Year's Day and they say, oh, I can't, you know, that's when I have a commitment with my local church or something, whatever it is, Mm. it doesn't have to be that, but anything, um, they do have the right to say no. Mm. You can't actually force them to work. Another thought, Susan, is if you are going to be having some time off over Christmas, let's say you're the payroll officer or the business owner and you're the Mm -hmm. one doing the pay runs, you might want to set those pay runs in advance if you know um, what you're going to be paying the staff over that time, especially if they're going to be taking leave. Right. And that just then allows you the time to make sure those pays are going to be happening at the right time for staff and you don't have to actually jump on and work yourself. Good idea. And another question I had for you, Angela, was around gifts and Christmas parties. They're all, uh, you know, that's a financial benefit benefit mm. of, of working. Yeah, there are tax implications. I think FBT comes into play there. Right. Um, so definitely check with your accountant what applies for you in terms of holding a function for a Christmas party or mm-hmm. even giving out gifts to staff. Yeah. And they need to be appropriate gifts too. No one likes a Kris Kringle with something inappropriate. <laughs> That's a whole other story, <laughs> isn't it? So we know that some businesses, uh, rather than give a hamper or whatever, might like to give a Christmas bonus mm. before Christmas because mm-hmm. they've had a good year. They want to share that with the employees. Uh, any thoughts around how you do that appropriately and um, basically you know, what works and what doesn't? Yeah, well, bonuses can probably be classed into one of two things. Either you're going to be giving that based on performance, Mm -hmm. some sort of criteria, Mm -hmm. um, or you're going to be doing it based off some sort of commission, like a a scale that you use yourself, you know, um, or or maybe the same amount for everybody, that sort of thing. So that would be my first thing, thinking what sort of system are you using. Yeah, and of course you might be uh, judging it on individual performance, mm. team performance, or the organisational performance. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So if it's across the organisation, then you're likely to be awarding the bonus on the base. Well, it could be that flat mm. amount mm. that you give everyone, or it might be on the basis of their annual income. Yes, so it might be a set percentage of that. Right? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. I do have a bit of an issue with bonuses because I think it's great. It's yeah. lovely to recognise people. But the issue is that you've got to be so careful about how it's perceived. Oh, and, yeah. And the most important thing is to be transparent and fair about it. Yeah. So how would you recommend keeping it fair if, um, you know, if not everybody's going to get it or if everyone's talking about who got what, how much? Well, you know me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't be – I'd be so strict about making it fair so everyone's getting yeah. something and everyone can see why everyone's getting what they're getting. Yeah. Um, and because I'm such a wimp, I would probably just go, oh, here's your Christmas hamper, enjoy your ham. <laughs> Well, that's why I love um, performance-based ones as well because it's easy then if everyone's got the same, you know, level of criteria. It might yeah. be different in every job. But if everyone's um, got KPIs, for example, or key performance indicators in their job description and that's what performance is based on, you know, it's it's mm. tangible, easy to measure. As long as it's something that they can control. Yes. Food and then, thought, yeah, organisational performance is another one that's um, – 
it, I guess, is my ideal that you're sharing the spoils of the successful mm. year or whatever. Mm. But again, that's a tricky one to distribute fairly and, you know, hard to do on the basis of contribution. Your, your top salesperson might have got all the sales, mm. but they couldn't have done that without the person in the office exactly. who you know, handles inquiries. Yeah, so. everyone makes a difference. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it's better spent enjoying the day together as a team. Exactly. Or um, reinvesting into things that will make the day-to-day work more enjoyable. Like training or... Yeah, better technology. Yeah. You know, getting rid of that annoying whatever, photocopier mm. that never seems to work. It's little things like that that people encounter every day. Yeah, absolutely. Really make a big difference in a job, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. A better anyway. coffee machine. Yeah, a better co- <laughs> a coffee machine. None of that instant stuff, thanks. Okay, let's bring it back to the whole Christmas thing. Yes. Yes. Well, we're about to take a break, aren't we? Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> it's been a big year for us, but we've accomplished a lot. Well, I think, you know, starting off the year is people who had never sat in a studio before, used the microphone. Never recorded our voices before. Yeah, that was the scary (laughs) part, wasn't it? And poor Angela listens to every little thing that we record. (laughs) Taught myself how to edit, yes. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So there's so much that we've learnt during the year. Um, And we're so grateful for all our listeners and subscribers. It's been a pleasure to have people following us. Yeah, exactly. And just to know that we're, I guess, fulfilling some sort of purpose (laughs) that we had when we were having that lunch all those months ago. I remember like it was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was a long time ago. (laughs) Um, took us a while to get up and running and work out exactly how this would work. And if you listen to the earlier episodes, you can tell how nervous we were <laughs> to start off with. And we still are at times. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's been a journey, as it they has, say. It like has. a journey. But a good one too. I wouldn't do it with anyone else. Oh, <laughs> isn't she sweet? <laughs> So no, it has been fun. You gotta yeah. have you gotta have fun with it as well because you can't take life too seriously. And you know, we are talking about some topics that from week to week have been really information heavy and mm. and um really full on, so to yeah. speak, you know, very legal topics and can quite strict. But um fundamentally there's a lot to love about HR. Yeah, and I think, you know, when we first started talking about it, we wanted to do it because we thought it would be fun. And we also said that if it stops being fun, then we won't continue anymore. (laughs) We do. But we're still here. Still having fun. But as we reach the end of the year, it's maybe a good time for you to reflect on what you've achieved this year as well. And please share it with us. Yeah, please. We've got a LinkedIn page. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And... Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Yay! Thanks for listening to the Work Wonders podcast. Hit the subscribe button now to never miss an episode. And if you've enjoyed today, we'd love you to tell your friends and leave us a review. We'll be back after the Christmas break. Season three will begin in February of 2023. And we look forward to bringing that to you soon. Thank you.